1: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.
2: Good morning, Metroplex. Got the entire morning show back together again. Thank you for waking up with us here on Sean, RJ, and Bobby on the home of the World Series champs. A Dirks Bentley ticket giveaway is coming up during the Expressway. NFC Cut Candidates. Jerry Jones talking about going all in. Jimmy Johnson said he spoke with Jerry for about an hour after the Packers debacle and everything is hunky-dory between the two. Uh, Is Jerry really going to go all in? Here are some names that could be out there down the road. NFL.com. David Bakhtiari, uh, Aaron Rodgers, conspiracy theorist, co-conspirator, and always banged up it feels like.
3: Co-conspirator. And Pitch Perfect star. He was in Pitch Perfect, too. Oh, yeah? Did he sing? Uh, I don't remember. I just know know that he loved the movie, and he told Elizabeth Banks, please let the Packers in it. So she did. Harrison Smith, Shaq Barrett,
2: your boy, Choppy Alvin Kamara, Cowboy Killer, Aaron Jones, Demario Davis, Kevin Byard, Kenny Clark, Michael Gallup, Janu Smith, Brian Allen, Tracy Walker, and some other names, Russell Gage, Quandre Diggs. These are some candidates in the NFC. Over to the AFC, guys that could be cut. Nick Chubb, Joey Bosa, Mike Williams, C.J. Mosley, Tredavious White, Teron Armstead, some monster names out here in the AFC. Xavier Howard, uh, Manny Agba, J.C. Jackson. What a disaster that was with the Chargers. Marquez Valdez-Scantling from the Super Bowl. Hunter Renfro. Uh, C.J. Uzoma, Naheem Hines, Justin Reed from the
4: Chiefs, Justin Simmons, Patrick Peterson, Allen Robinson. So the thing with these guys is that their name is going to carry a salary figure a lot of times. Yep. And they're going to want more than they're worth. And that's the problem with vets. I mean, you can get like, a, if, you, if you were to get like a guy like Xavier Howard, right? He's going to want to be... Thought of as a one or a two corner and paid like a one or a two corner. And the reality is, what is his, then you got to weigh like, what is his current playing ability at? Because if he is a three, I mean, he could be a really, he might be able to be a really good three or four corner, a three. Might be able to, um, but you're not going to pay him like that, are you? And that, that, that's the problem with taking vets, older guys, that sometimes they still have in their head what they should be paid and what they should be playing as.
3: Yeah, uh, three names you read there stood out, and they're all on the NFC side. Uh, Bakhtiari, just because of there is a, a McCarthy relationship there. Uh, Harrison Smith, because the Cowboys need to upgrade safety, and Harrison Smith is a Zimmer guy. Like they're very they That's somebody that they have a high level of respect for each other. Harrison Smith could come in here on a value thing, be like an Eric Weddle type, and then the one that has no connection. I just think is a really good player still, and would help them a lot. Is Demario Davis. DeMario Davis is such a damn good linebacker. He'll be 35 next year is the only problem, but he is so good. And you want to talk about toughness and physicality and IQ and everything else, he would bring all that. Yeah.
2: Any other names that jump out? I mean... And by the way, Bobby, your reaction to Calvin Watkins reporting Tyron Smith has no plans to retire.
3: I, look, I think that's because he was relatively healthy last year. If he would have been banged up like he has been in previous years, I think he would have. Um, because I know that's been something that he's at least had to kind of kick around in years past. So, great that he's he's ready to play again. He kind of turned back the clock, found the fountain of youth. Uh, so, if it makes sense financially, yep, all on board. What
2: are the Pittsburgh Steelers thinking
4: at quarterback? Oh, that's a great question, Sean. Are you kidding me? Oh, uh, that
3: is a great question. There is
4: a report out there that they are considering – not drafted a quarterback highly in this draft or even in this draft. They're having internal division as to whether Pickett or Rudolph should be the starting quarterback. Either way, they are not interested in acquiring a veteran starter at the position. That doesn't mean they can't draft one, but they're looking at it as maybe they don't even go and and select one as highly as they possibly can in this year's draft. You think you feel st- stuck with Dak at quarterback if you're a Cowboy fan or
2: a Dak hater? This this feels miserable if you're a
3: Steelers fan. Yeah. are you kidding me? This is I, look. I mean,
4: who reported this, by the way?
3: Uh, Pro Football Talk. Okay, Florio. This is probably. So it's wrong, probably. No, right. This is this is probably why you got the sense from some people that as great as Mike Tomlin's been, the idea is like Mike. Maybe your time's up a little bit here. Like, like uh, let's move on. You you were super stubborn on Matt Canada. You're you're not. The, you know. Now we're hearing that potentially you're not going to draft a quarterback. Where is Pittsburgh picking? They are picking. They're picking twentieth. Like I mean, okay, you would but
2: probably.
4: You,
3: but Michael Penix will be available. Maybe JJ McCarthy will be available. They, everyone's drafting.
4: And Nate.
2: Michael Lombardi on on his GM shuffle yesterday. I heard him talking that they would not go sign a big-time, big-name quarterback. Right. That's not the Steeler way. They're not going to go ahead right. and allocate those types of resources towards a free agent if 20 is too low to
3: draft. Yeah, and I mean, look, Pennix will probably be there. A lot of teams, I would guess, are going to have failing medical grades on Pennix. Pittsburgh may be one of them. Pittsburgh may say, nope, we're we're not going to be able to do that. Failing? Um, yeah, because he's had a, a bad history of knee injuries and some other things. And so a lot of teams are are probably going to say, we're not going to take that risk. And then McCarthy, May, Caleb Williams, those guys they're going to be gone before him. Yeah,
4: well, look, I mean, and a lot of people are going back in time like with situations that happened, like in 2020, the draft. They didn't have a first-round pick. They traded it the previous year to make a run, and they got uh, Minka from Miami. Yeah. The first five quarterbacks selected in that draft, and two of them would have been available. Burrow, uh, Tua, Herbert, Jordan Love, and Hurts. And Love and Hurts both would have been available where the Steelers would have picked. Mm. Love Hurts. Love Hurts. (laughs) And apparently
2: Jimmy G is not going to be an option. Who reported that Jimmy G (laughs) is not going to get signed? Not going to get put out there because he got busted for the PEDs?
4: Uh, There's a report out there from, uh, what's his name? Oh, Albert Breer. Oh. Uh, That Garoppolo has a reputation of being aloof, drove Kyle Shanahan nuts, uh, and San Fran at points of the offseason, they would have trouble getting a hold of him because he'd be like, I'm on vacation and this is, I'm, I'm going to go on vacation. Like, uh, and, and when I get back to you, I get back to you. And some of those carried over in Vegas where guys that knew him from his days in New England, like Ziegler and Josh McDaniels, uh, had hoped he would outgrow some of that. But then there is the issue of he's kind of always hurt. Right. And Albert Breer is saying, I'm not sure he fits anywhere as a backup. Because as a backup, you want your backup to be, like, super all in, have no life, uh, be be healthy, and be available. And that's just not Jimmy. Jimmy's not necessarily healthy. And Jimmy's not healthy. He's not healthy. <laughs> Jimmy's he's not, not available. And he's not really all in because he's, like, he's not just going to be sitting around at the... Uh, at the facility, he's going to
3: be dating sewer bottles. He's a good-looking guy. That's it. Pretty people don't have to grow up. So Jimmy Garoppolo Porn never stars. had to grow up.
2: Get it right. Porn yeah,
3: stars. yeah. There's a difference there. Pretty people don't ever have to grow up, so Jimmy never did. Uh But see, I wouldn't want Jimmy Garoppolo as my backup because you'd have to be one of the 64 best quarterbacks in the NFL. Yeah. Which, by the way, we did not focus enough last year on how right my Baker Mayfield over Jimmy Garoppolo it was, was. Right.
4: It was right. It was right. I'll tell you that. It was very right. But – there also is an element of you have to be good looking to be a great quarterback.
3: <laughs> that is a I know that's a real theory that some people subscribe to. Yeah, and and that's Didn't why you apply
2: to Peyton Manning. It's, it's true,
4: but <laughs> he has a he's a huge forehead. Yeah, right? people like that. No, they don't. I'm sure. Not one person. I'm literally, like no one. Chop. <laughs> I'm sure somebody <laughs> out there likes it. I'll tell you, we went that Sarah and I we were laying in bed last night, completely naked, and went down a Sam Hartman rabbit hole. And that kid <laughs> oh gets better God. looking every day. Every Stinking day, and she she was going into the weeds on like his as his photos from like you know when he first got to college. I was like, I don't think you're supposed to be looking at those. And I like you. yeah. So he
2: was your all's motivation, yeah. I mean, yeah. Hit the ice,
1: <laughs> hit the puck. Jake Smith, the ex brown closes.
5: victory.
2: Bruins TV with the call. The stars were without five of their regulars, but still pulled off a point in Boston in a 4-3 overtime shootout loss. They actually outplayed the Bruins, but Boston scored late in order to tie it. No rest for the stars as they take on another one of the NHL's best, the Rangers in MSG tonight. It's going down at the garden, a fresh spits and suds. Talking about the injuries. Trade possibilities and more is available wherever you get your podcast. 105 through the fan spits and suds. .com. Uh, So there it is. Stars last night against the mass holes. Uh, getting the L. 877-881-1053. But a point. Truckrec.com. Text line 877-881-1053. Um, Steve Sarkeesian has a really nice-looking deal. Yes,
4: he does, $74 million. Did you guys talk about this yesterday with the incentives and the perks? We didn't get into the incentives and the perks. We did talk about how the stakes are raised, and he was now with the third-highest-paid coach and all the land. That's well-deserved.
2: Is it? Yeah. yeah. Is yeah. it with the it, Final Four? Is it, oh, but there's overreaction
3: contracts sure.
2: all the time. Oh, yeah.
3: You, oh, you're now totally sold on Sark? Uh, yeah, well, here's the thing: nobody's ever totally sold on any head coach at the University of Texas. Like, they're going to your your job's always on the line. So, I think that the fact that we had talked about this that last year when we were talking about what are the expectations for Texas, and I was like, you got to be in CFP contention, and y'all were like, well, that's not realistic, and it wasn't. It wasn't realistic, but it's like it doesn't matter. That is what their expectation is. So you have to come through. So the fact that he came through, it's one of those things where okay, you did it. You you had impossible standards. You did it. Here is your reward. You're okay. getting this, and and now we expect more. And if it goes sideways, you could be fired at the end of next year. And
4: he has shown an ability to bring in quarterbacks. You know, like he brought Quinn in, and then yeah. he brings in Arch. Yep. I mean, and that's that's half the battle. Uh, at that point, you know, how well can you uh, get nil money? Can, you know, how how well can you basically go door to door and kiss butt to the boosters to get your nil money? USA. Great. This is from USA Today's
2: salary base. So this should move him from thirtieth into the top five for salary. Dabo ten point eight, Kirby ten point seven, Ryan Day ten point two. But let's get to the perks because this is what's fun. In addition to earning ten point three million this year, it'll go to ten point nine in twenty thirty. He gets two cars, a country club membership. Ooh, which course? 20 hours of private jet flight time for personal use a year. A special one-time payment of 300 I don't get what that's all about. Up to 12 tickets for all home games, including premium parking passes. Eight tickets for road games. Eight tickets for the conference championship game. Eight tickets in a suite for all postseason games. Six tickets for all home games played by every other sport at the University of Texas.
3: So these are all the additional perks
2: thrown in. Bro Bible with the uh, recap.
3: What's, uh, What what is 20 hours of private flight time? Like, how significant? Yeah. I, I don't know how, I don't have a frame of reference for how significant that is.
4: Uh, so let's go to Mexico today. Uh, Cabo, Cancun, Cancun, two-hour flight-ish, two-hour flight. So okay. two hours, two hours back, so you get five of those. Yeah, you get five of those. So that's five gone. Five gone. So, and it depends. Is it wheels up to wheels down or is it gate to gate? <laughs> you know, if wheels up to wheels down, yeah, you get your you get your two you get your
3: five flights. Or you could do like Sean and use JSX. You could just Man, uh you, you know. can feel like a Skip VIP. the
2: line. God, can we get a JSX sponsor up here? Please.
3: <laughs> Please, Cody,
2: wake up. I know that you bailed on me, not doing anything. I know you're going to concerts and you're only selling stuff for
4: Bobby. Just one thing. JSX. J- just flights. for Bobby. Just- He's even told me that. He goes, I'm only selling for Bobby. Yeah. He even admitted that to me. That's a good way to uh that's a good way to connect with all of us. Yeah. I mean look, you want you want you
3: want me to stop the vegan train on you, then uh <laughs> you know, make it happen. Look, be more likable, guys, and 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 uh, you know that. Yeah, you th- buy him brunch <laughs> three times a week.
2: Live on the <laughs> fan cam, Twitch, and YouTube. Thanks for being a Tolo. That stands for Turn It On, Leave It On. And Bobby, just for you, we left the Jerry Jones paternity update.
3: Oh, thanks. For Appreciate yeah, that. Yeah. Uh yeah, the Dallas Morning News yesterday with the headline that a judge is to rule on the Jerry Jones paternity test this week. So we've oh. talked about we we knew that there was this paternity case that's been out for what now? It's like two years. Yeah. It feels like Uh, where there was the woman who claims that this is her father and that they had an NDA and she's wanting to basically undo all of that. So there needs to be a ruling this week on if he has to take the paternity test. And I think that's what he's trying to avoid over anything else it feels like is that they don't want that established at all. So there's supposed to be a ruling sometime this week. If that does not go in his favor, boy, that is going to create one hell of a negative offseason, I feel like. For him, just in terms of you you talk about how things have already laid. There's a lot of discontent around the fan base. And then if this, which they've seemingly fought against for two years, was to be thrown into the mix, bad offseason for the Cowboys.
2: Well, maybe Jerry needs some help at GM, not just from Jimmy Johnson. But- <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: Micah Parsons, general manager, is here. And the one move that he wants Jerry to make offensively may cause RJ Choppy to lose his big before, that's paid May before yeah. him. May lose his mind. Micah Parsons tries to GM the Cowboys. See if you agree with the moves in a Dirk Bentley ticket giveaway during the commercial-free expressway after this. Call from mom.
4: Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy.
6: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: Expressway is commercial free for the next 35 minutes. We have a Dirk Bentley ticket giveaway. We're doing this every day, every morning this week. Pay, pay.
5: every day. Do express expressway.
2: Excellent. Excellent. And the name of the segment that it's actually supposed to be called Sean Sharif, RJ Choppy, Roberto Bell, our Cowboys insider, Peyton Russell and Ryan in the back live. On the fan cam, Twitch, and YouTube, I'm just seeing this comment from Chris Sims, Bobby. This is just for you because Chris Sims is trending on social media. I respect a lot about Jalen Hurts, but I think Jalen Hurts is also like the most overrated player in football. Mm. That's me. I know I'm wrong. I take a lot of crap about that comment, but he plays quarterback for a team that's an all-star team. They have the best O-line in football. It's not even close. I just think if you put some other quarterback in Philly, you put Kyler Murray there, you say, damn, Kyler's amazing. Is he the MVP of football? The most overrated player in football is Jalen Hurts, according to Chris Sims, who I walked across about three times at the Super Bowl.
4: Yeah. And I was thinking, I was thinking of saying hello or not, but I didn't. Every time I walked by him, I thought about saying, why'd you decommit from Tennessee?
3: Uh, and the other one you should have said thank you for decommitting from yeah. Tennessee because you were a massive historic disappointment uh, at the University of Texas. So and thanks, bro. The,
4: and the other one was why do you button the top button? Like why?
3: And, and he really does. That's not just a show for television. He walked in through security every day with that thing just clasped around his Adam's apple. Yeah, so. very tight. It's almost like though he can never go back
2: to an unbutton. That's his right. style. Yeah. That's his signature. So there it is, the most overrated player in football. Now, RJ Choppy, what do you have to say about this? As we had a lot of Jalen Hurts versus Dak debates. Is Bobby correct, along with
4: Chris Sims? Again. Therapy. No, the most overrated player in football is, of course, T.J. Watt. (laughs)
3: Um,
1: Yeah.
4: But uh, from (laughs) a quarterback perspective, it's Justin Herbert. Ooh. Now, Justin Uh, Herbert's better than Jalen Hurts. I'm not saying that he's not, but... To date, we all agree, Jalen Hurts had a better career.
3: He's hmm. had more success, yeah. More success, he, he is right. not He has not played better.
4: Sure. But Justin Herbert, is. he is still getting by on projection, draft
3: status. Yep. You know, he's still on that stage of his career. Yeah. So you um, don't think he's played really, really well? You don't think he's like an elite quarterback the way he's played? Because that's not. Because that wouldn't be getting by on your stats. No, he's not elite right now. Uh, yeah, Trevor Lawrence is the category 2 most over like cuz
4: like he, I think Trevor Lawrence still has a chance. To be, I think they both still have a chance to be great, but they haven't shown I think elite compa- greatness. I think
3: comparing Herbert achieving his pre-draft hype and like drawing a parallel to Lawrence, I think is way off cuz I think Herbert's way closer to who people said he was going to oh, be than Lawrence. I don't
2: even think Trevor I don't you know that's a W for me. I don't even put Trevor Lawrence in that discussion. I don't even want to put Trevor Lawrence near uh, Justin Herbert. For yeah, for the Mike Bassics of the world, slowly admitting that L. But I think Choppy's
3: right. It's Justin Herbert. This, this is a conflict for him, though. This, the, the, Justin Herbert is the analytics darling at quarterback. Okay, if you're Stephen Ruiz, if, if you're any of the analytics, community, that?
4: they say that he's, he's the guy from uh, the Athletic ringer. ringer who thinks that Joe Burrow is some reason not. He's the only one. He's the only one in the analyst community who doesn't buy. Oh, uh,
3: uh, Eric Scott, Eager.
4: Scott Casbar doesn't buy him either. Doesn't buy Burrow? Doesn't buy. They think he's a little bit overrated.
3: The the, the analytics community, a lot of them, two of them, a lot of them, two Eric of them. Eager, too, say that Herbert's better than Burrow, like definitively. Okay. And that that matters. And so I'm just saying that that's a little bit of a conflict, Chop. Those, Those are your people. There.
4: Listen, they're not all right. And, you know, half of them uh, don't buy into that. Uh, yeah. So wait and see. You, you have a small sample size there.
3: I just think Justin Herbert,
4: yes. He, he is clearly better than Jalen Hurts. I'm not arguing that one. But Jalen is by far over uh, overreached what his potential was. Uh, Kellen's going to bring a lot more out of Jalen Right, Jaylen. absolutely.
2: Yeah, like he did for Herbert last year. He but did, yeah. Missing the playoffs again. All right, uh, Micah Parsons said he hunted down Jerry Jones in Vegas for all the Super Bowl festivities. And he had this big, long sit-down with Stephen A. Smith. Thanks to Bobby, Pepe, whoever else is is responsible for cutting this up. This is Micah finding Jerry at the Super Bowl.
0: I think Jay's one of the best uh, GM owners that I've been around. and Not even just I've been around because I've only been on one team, but from what I've heard from other uh, NBA and NFL players, and and it's just like this, the Super Bowl, Jerry sees me walking out the wind. Jerry was at the wind. He says, Hey, you going to the Super Bowl? I said, Yeah, I'm going. He said, Come come see us. And I was like, Hey, you got any extra tickets? You know, I got some homeboys that wanna come. Jerry sends me four extra tickets to the Super Bowl suite. Um, and we just sit and talk from before the game until the whole half about players I wanna bring in, players I wanna be around, who do I need, who <laughs> do I wanna be with, future of our team. Um, and that's just dope to have that type of feedback with an owner that you know loves to hear your ideas and what you think and where the team can be, and you know Jerry's been you know pretty amazing about that with my family and stuff like that. So I've had had them conversations with him and we spoke for two three hours just as we were alone.
2: Okay, so there he is getting some extra Super Bowl tickets. He is the best general manager. I I, I mean I mean owner. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, which one is it? I mean, which one I, is
3: it? The, it's its owner. What what I like is he doesn't. I mean, he called him Jerry a couple times there, but frequently throughout this interview, he'd say, "Yo, Jay." Like you know, Jay is uh, Jay's a great owner. So he's a he's on just first letter basis now with uh, with Jerry Jones. Uh, Mike
4: Jerry is Mike's is GM. He may not be. Uh, you know, pick your random. Wanye Thomas GM.
3: Yeah, I, th- I think Jerry's pretty good actually. About being accessible to everybody as best he can. Obviously some people have more than others, but like I, I think that he's generally pretty accessible to oh you're 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 part of my family. You're one of my you guys. You think if
2: Juanye was walking down you know on the streets of Vegas, he's like, Wanyye, hey,
3: here's no. four extra tickets. No. I think he okay. at first I think he'd call him Julio or something. <laughs> and then uh, and then uh, I, I think he'd you know he'd give him two maybe.
2: <laughs> All right. So Micah said he told Jerry what he needed. You know, the reinforcements to bring in. What did you specify as that help?
0: Who did Baltimore have? A great linebacker core, right? Uh, Who did San Fran have? Great linebacker core. KC. Bolton, and uh, they came along. I said, we need to get us another. We need to get another bigger linebacker who's going to come down in. And I said, we need to get a super 330 nasty interior. Look how Eric Armstead, Javon Hargrave caused havoc and, you know, um the last two games uh look at you know how um a mcneil detroit and they front with hutchinson and all them um you know it's just certain things where i was like i was pinpointing we can build in this because we're slim like we have guys and i think osa's been great for us and uh you know but we just need a big old 330 can't move because i saw the way chris jones affected that super Bowl and i was like my god like you need a big boy getting fast yeah. and clogging up the line of scrimmage. Yeah. Happen, right? and, and not even just Chris Jones, Mike Pennell. Okay, so he's
3: talking about the big boys up front and linebackers behind him. Isn't that just what they did last April? Like, didn't they go draft Mozzie Smith? Like, like he, he got what he wanted, and it, it hasn't worked out to yeah. this point. Uh, they drafted on Overshown in the third round. They, he was hurt, obviously, and so they missed him out. I understand everybody's generally going to get the thoughts and opinions of star players, especially within organizations on, hey, what do you think here? What do you think there? I do always have some reservation on the idea of players playing GM, though. Because we, consistently oh, yeah. throughout time, we've seen that that doesn't tend to work out. And when it does work out, it's like... What, what a great job, uh, Dwayne Wade. You, uh, you GM'd getting us LeBron. That was yeah. a great talent evaluation. For it's like an obvious like superstar. Or when it's like, man, we need to go get this guy. That has not consistently worked out. Well, RJ, cover your ears. Oh, no. Uh, because Micah already highlighted
2: defensive tackle, which I know you don't love. Linebacker, which I know you really don't love. And on the offensive side, what do the Cowboys need to do? He told Stephen A. Smith, I would say towards the end of the year, Tony Pollard was catching his rhythm again. I do think he's an every down guy. You got to think he broke his fibula, tibia, something. That's a catastrophic injury.
4: Catastrophic, man. Bones. Bones just don't get broken and heal. You're talking about a guy that's really been off
2: from that January. Came at week one. Didn't really do a lot. Takes a while to get back into football. Didn't do OTAs. mini camp. Kind of did camp. A little bit like working through it. Getting back into it. You saw him increase. Like he even said, I'm just now getting back to myself. I would give Tony Pollard another shot. So, Micah Parsons with the RJ Choppy offseason of D-tackle, linebacker, and running
4: back. Man, just three strikes and you're out. Like, there's three (laughs) reasons never to allow players, never listen to players, (laughs) never allow players to be the GMs of the team. Boy, you want to sign, you want to extend Tony
3: Pollard? Tag him. Tag him, him. make him a make him eleven and a half million dollar a I, year player. I, I mean, to be fair, he doesn't say how much that would be. Like, and he has no concept of money. You know, the, he has no concept of what the cap is or, or value of other positions. I'm sure, but like we've talked mm. about this before. If Tony Pollard, if they brought him back on two million a year, three million a year, I think we all said like, okay, fine, whatever. Yeah. Like, it's a couple million. So if that's what it is, that could be waste of because I don't know that his market's going to be that much higher than a few million based on how he played last year.
4: Yeah, I mean, look, and it may not. It's just it, it's a it's not a it's not a position. That's not a money position. that's well, a youth position. Was it Marcus Mosier who yeah.
3: sent out said something stupid? The,
2: probably.
3: was <laughs> this <laughs> guy?
4: The the running back number? Yeah, Bobby's <laughs> guy. And it's this was uh, yeah, obviously Mosier, and he put out the I running got backs of the Super Bowl winning teams since 09 and yeah. they're cat. Percentage. Probably
3: yeah. stole this content, too.
4: Last two years been Isaiah Pacheco, 0. 0.4, 0. 0.3. Cam Akers, 0. 0.8. Leonard Fournette, 1.2. Damian Williams, 0. 0.9. Sony Michelle, 1.0. Garrett, uh, 0. 0.7 and 0. 0.6. CJ Anderson, 0. 0.4. Le Garrett again, 0. 0.2. You got to go back to Marshawn in 2013 at 6.2. Ray Rice at 4.1. And Ahmad Bradshaw 2.3. And then Starks at 0.1 and Pierre Thomas at 0.4. That's the percentage of the cap for the starting running backs of the Super Bowl champs. It's 09. And, you know, basically, they call the modern era of the NFL basically 2010. Um, like this, it, it, there's, there's a formula here. And it's not saying that you can't pay a running back because when you have an elite quarterback, you can do whatever you want. Um, but, like, just the formula is like youth. Give me youth. I would much rather have youth at the position. And there is no amount of money that you can give me that say, hey, you know what? The veteran quarter, the veteran running back at a cheap deal is fine. I'd much rather have fresh legs. I'm bailing on the RJ Choppy belief system for the other two things,
2: though. I agree with Micah. I'm fine with D-tackle and linebacker. I'm going back to the Stone Age. They have to get bigger. They have to get tougher. They have to get more physical. Whatever that means. Whether that means safety, Fine. Uh, more, more. You know, you want more run stoppers at DN versus you know your pass rushers. Fine, I agree with Micah two out of the three. I disagree with him and agree with you still on running back. Yeah, I think now overshone skill set more speed slash coverage. How much physicality? Oh, he's a,
3: he no, he's incredibly physical. Okay, like I and mean, that was one of the things I remember. We Good. were we were watching the Jacksonville preseason game and Tank Bigsby took a carry and Bigsby's a Big. Guy. His name's Tank. He's a big bowling ball running back. and That doesn't mean any of the fat people are named Tiny. Oh, well, fat, right. whatever else, overshone, steps in and just stood him up. And somebody with the Cowboys walked by me in the press box well. right after that play. And they were like... That's a big effing running back that Overshown just stood up. He's like, that's that's the difference that he makes. So on
2: television, yesterday, the Derrick Henry hype train started mm. to get going, showing his workouts. Henry's always here in Dallas uh, working out, but they're like, oh, the Ravens are interested. There's a report the Ravens are interested in adding, like, a veteran presence at running back. They just had it on the screen teams that should try and acquire Saquon Barkley and Mike Tannenbaum said Dallas Cowboys For Saquon, notable free agent running backs this offseason. Henry, DeAndre Swift, Tony Pollard, Saquon, Josh Jacobs, Austin Eckler.
3: I don't want to, like, I don't want to pay for anybody. Okay. Like, anything, it's got to be a complete value or just draft somebody. To me, I I really do, I I think. Because today the franchise tag window opens.
2: It closes on March fifth, this is the Dalton Schultz discussion that we had
3: and Tony Pollard last year. Yeah, I just to me, I I don't think that anybody, you you everything is. We talked about this yesterday. A contract is an investment, not a reward. Like for the most yeah. part, unless you're Steve Sarkeesian, uh, it, it's an investment. It's not a reward. And so with these running backs, it's just the the numbers are ridiculous. The 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 percentage hit of guys who when they hit 27, go downhill, is like 95% to where they never touch it. I think the last running back, I looked this up a couple of years ago, it may have changed since then, but the last running back who had a year in his 30s that was better than like his the years 27 or earlier was Thomas Jones. It's been forever. Oh, God. Like it Bears, has been, it Jets. Is, Bears, Jets. It has been forever since somebody had that sort of production. So to me, no, You running backs, you use them up four years and then let them go. Unless they're coming back on just absolutely no.
6: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
2: Expressway, commercial free every day at this time. You put your radio on at 720. You don't have to go anywhere as you're making your way to work or school or the daily activities. And every single day this week during the Expressway, we're going to hook you up.
5: all right, Tolos, that's right. Caller number 10 right now at 877-881-1053. Wins a pair of tickets to see Dirks, Bentley, Chase, Rice, and more at Dickey's Arena in Fort Worth on Friday, June 7th. Get tickets and information now at LiveNation.com. That's caller number 10 at 877-881-1053.
4: Why is it, like, jumping up and fading
2: down? I think we,
5: I think we got a fader issue here. There's something with this board. I think that's we got a, a fader issue I there. Get, no, it's not me. Yeah,
2: th- throwing a lot of that equipment under the bus. It's a Tolo Tuesday here on Sean, RJ, and Bobby. Another Dirk Bentley ticket giveaway tomorrow, Thursday, and Friday. But we got to ask Reddit. Do you
0: have a question, Kelly? Yeah, I have a lot of questions. Number one, how dare you?
3: That's right. It's time for Ask Reddit. This is where we survey the most popular questions on the 45 million member Ask Reddit forum. Just polluted with all sorts of questions a few of them go viral stand out and we kick them around here in the studio and with you guys on the twitch the youtube and on the TruckRack.com. Fantex fan text 877-881-1053 881 1053 rj choppy i'm gonna start out with you on this because sean always likes to defer he, he he's he's uh he's not the 49ers he doesn't want the ball <laughs> what is the most embarrassing moment you've ever had in public
4: You know, I was thinking about this and I was trying to figure it out and I, I'm sure it had. I can't remember a specific time, but I'm sure somewhere around the time where we were going through a divorce, we were fighting in public. Oh, I'm sure that had to be it. Um, short of that, any time when my dad was before he had moved into a home, we took him out in public to like a restaurant and they would come to him to order and it was a mess you had no idea if he was going to say something like wildly inappropriate to the, to the server, <laughs> and or you like anything, any and everything was on the table. Any and every fear that you, your parent, would say something mortifying wow. was on the table at that point. You had no idea where he was going to go. Was like like seriously, you had no idea where he was going to go with it. That was so embarrassing. Like that was, I just dreaded going out with them.
2: Ollie got me uh, last July Fourth real bad. I mean, it was humiliating. Uh, he walked in another couple's house. The other couple obviously had kids, toys, brand new toys. And we went in there, you know, trying to have some mimosas and then walk out for the parade and everything. And he did not want to leave the house. First off, he did not want to share any of the toys. He's gotten a lot better. Very, very, very well-behaved young man right now. But he did not want to leave the house. And it was probably, it was one of his two worst meltdowns ever. And I picked him up to take him out. Just he just reached that yelling and screaming mm. stage where he could not be shut down. He could not be stopped. And I had to. We had to walk to the car and leave. Had to leave the parade with that kid. It was. We just sat probably for the next like two hours in silence. <laughs> We're like, we got to get him evaluated. We got to sit here. We 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 we, we got to get this checked out. I'm apologizing profusely to all the other parents. Every time I saw them and they're like, no, it happens. Da, da, da. And now they got the bad kids, so I'm happy.
3: <laughs> all right, so uh, I, I see the tactic you guys both went for, your, for here for your most embarrassing moment. You went for something somebody else did yeah. that you just had to be present for. I will take the bullet then, and I will say what my most embarrassing moment that actually dinner was Dinner in Vegas,
2: me. our last dinner in Vegas. <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't embarrassed
3: by that. because yeah, you don't I, remember it. Badge of honor. No, it was uh, this. Was, I don't remember all those. I was like... 12, 13, something like that. And uh, my mom would have us go to like Wednesday night youth group at church or whatever. And so they had us break up and do some game. I don't remember what it was. But we got up on stage and each group had to go up and play this game. And at one point, I laughed so hard. I did not realize I had to go to the bathroom. I laughed so hard. I peed all over the stage. All right. (laughs) All over it. And it was one of those things where crap What do I do? I mean, there was a legitimate, like, puddle on the stage (laughs) beneath me. And this was a wood stage, so it was puddled up. It was not, like, (laughs) soaked in. Yeah. So I had to, I was like, crap, what do I do? Can't get noticed. And I had this shirt that was drooping down, so it went through the shirt. You could see it through a white shirt. (laughs) And I had to, luckily, our table was right down at the floor. So I had to, like, quickly, like, sink down to the table, sit there in it, through the entire oh youth group message, through the entire, can we have the band come up? You know, when, when <laughs> yeah, you are, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to sit through that whole thing. And then as they're praying, I got up, ran to the bathroom, just had to, like, soak through my, uh, I, I had to, like, wash everything off. Ah. And I was like, holy crap. I had to, like, just sit at church with them oh, for, like, man. an hour and a half. So Ugh. that was the worst for me. Uh, 214, I was a sophomore in high school and uh, used to not wear underwear. You used to just go free. I decided to wear my snap-together athletic pants. When I stood up from lunch to leave, two of my friends grabbed each side of them and pulled them
5: straight off of me. <laughs>
3: oh, that's,
5: that's, that's pretty bad. Pants. That's pretty bad. That's pretty hey, pay. So this was a few years ago when I was in college. I was at the mall. It was during the holiday years rush hour. <laughs> About five what years ago. You know? What a flex. What a flex. Youngin. Um, and so I was at the mall in Den And uh, this was around the holiday rush hour, so a lot, rush time. So a lot, of, there were a lot of people at the mall. And so I'm walking right in the middle of the mall with my iced coffee full took a couple sips dropped it in front of everyone and it spills and it's not like you can just clean it up right there you have to find where the nearest paper towels are so i'm just like looking at and i'm by myself so it's like there's not friends that go get paper towels for me so i'm just got iced coffee on the ground everywhere and people are just looking at me because there's a lot of people there and so they're looking like oh like this guy just spilled his coffee so i have to find a way to clean it up peyton we hear you
3: talk every day I know that is not the most embarrassing that thing you've done in public. A, that is oh. the weakest answer. <laughs> what?
2: You dropped your iced coffee. Oh, and everyone looks
4: at oh. That's okay. your yeah, most. That's in, it?
2: How about your first day to Olive Garden? How about, yeah, yeah, about saying no
4: to queso on a first date? Oh my how about God. That I
3: dropped my coffee.
4: How about in getting the wall? my oh
2: facts
3: canceled? Whatever you don't like. We, oh my God. We, we've heard more than that. Gather the, sure. the foreigners. Uh, forgetting on North Texas yeah. television the uh, the second name you had for the Rangers and having to go, I forgot. And they're I, going, It's okay, buddy. Drop my ice. Problem. Drop my ice <laughs> coffee. my ice coffee. My <laughs> yeah. most What a life. It's
4: probably non fat, too, right? Non fat. What a uh, life to live.
3: Terrible answer, Peyton. Zero out of 10. Next one. Sean Sharif. What do you swear you saw, but don't have any proof of?
6: Like oh. what's something that you have to like
3: relay? Like, oh my gosh, this happened and people just don't believe you. Oh my gosh. That's a that this is a great one. I swear I saw. I've I've got one while you think about yeah. this. Okay. Because I still to this day believe this. And my parents and everybody else are like, no, or well, my dad. My parents, my mom's not here. But my dad is like. No, you didn't. Didn't happen. Was it your mom you thought you saw? No, no, no. This was, uh, we were. We had these friends' house. And at this friend's house, I was like five at the time. I used to go over there and play. They had this closet. And their house was weird and creepy. And their mom believed in, like, ghosts and everything else. And used to say, like, there was haunted stuff. So we would go in this closet. And whenever you would go in that closet to get something out, swear, all three of the kids that were there would say they felt like a Furry hand, like a completely covered <laughs> hair hand, grabbing their shoulder and rubbing it. And when you turn around, it'd be gone, like instantly, every time. And my dad insists, he's like, it was a, it had to be a sleeve from a coat or yeah. something, brush it. I was like, no, this was a grip and a rub, and you could see the hand. And when you turn around, nobody was there. So and so I swear, I still to this day, I was five years old, I remember it vividly. It happened 100%. That house was haunted. And you could just feel it. You just felt it. I could feel it, and I could see it. Oh, God. Nothing yet? No. All right,
4: so my sister and I, my older sister, and I swear by this. Now, she's 11 years older than me. Um, I was probably like four, and we swear that my dad was cooking dinner, and he made meatballs, and they were so rubbery, that we couldn't eat them, that he started to throw them against the wall to see if they would bounce. <laughs> Dodgeball. To see if they would bounce off. And we swear that he did this. And he has denied this Yeah, to the – he has never, never even remotely given way. My mom either. Now, there's a good chance that I just didn't remember this and that my sister was higher than a kite. <laughs> <laughs> All right, There's a perfect possibility of that happening. Is she?
2: this the wino?
4: No, this is the, the older one. Okay. Yeah, the wino is the younger one. Uh, this is this is my older sister, and we swear by this. We swear, rubber meatballs. That he made rubber meatballs so bad that he was able to
5: bounce them off the wall. Wow. Okay. What about you? Uh, a coffee lid that stayed on? Uh, <laughs> no. In London, when I was in London a couple years ago, <laughs> I, uh, I swear I saw a guy uh, scale the wall. Just a wall? downtown, just like an apartment building. Like he just climbed up. I swear. <laughs> and wasn't. It was not a skyscraper. But I swear I saw it. You sure it wasn't a window washer? No, he was not attached to anything. It was like Eh. Spider-Man. The guy just crawled up the wall.
4: It was like Jason Bourne? Were they they filming Jason Bourne? No, it wasn't.
5: Crouching Tiger. So
3: you're talking like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, like floating on things or just jumping up and climbing no he's just
5: scaling up. it bobby the beast beasts, just like i said <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh, the uh the, the the weed in france or whatever is different i guess uh, a couple of the answers on the twitch uh blue Mav, a huge military drone Opie world a ghost for me i know i saw a ghost in my first apartment after i moved out of our house <laughs> multiple times we are doing ask reddit here on 105 through the fan Send us in your answers on the truckwreck.com uh, fan text, 877-881-1053.
2: Bassman said, I swear I saw Dak play well in a playoff game. <laughs> you did, Tampa. You did. It happened several different times. <laughs>
5: several.
3: Peyton Russell, you wake up tomorrow and the internet is gone. What do you do?
5: Call my parents for advice. They were living in no internet time, so I'm going to call <laughs> them and say, hey, what do I do now? No, no, not, not like, yeah, do. yeah. Shut like... up, Bobby. I'm trying to answer the question. <laughs> oh.
3: nice I call, call my
5: parents for advice. That's what I do. Okay.
3: Yeah, I mean, whether it's, you know, just like going to Home Depot or anything yep. else, like it's always like, call a mommy. I don't have that option, so I would just have to handle this myself. Uh, so this is like the nomophobia that you wrote about weeks ago. Oh, yeah. you sent us. Yeah, that they've got, that there is a new phobia listed by uh, psychologists that they're talking about, which is nomophobia, which is the idea that you are just terrified. You live in fear of being without your cell phone. Yeah. Like not having your cell phone, which I understand is a healthy fear in this day and age of just like how to like... not I don't know even if it's for, a healthy fear. No, no, no. A health, like, like, I don't mean healthy like healthy for you. I just understand like that would be a substantial fear is what yes. I mean. Yes. Like a significant fear. I can understand somebody being like, man, if I didn't have my phone, if I was... Because whenever I leave it behind, I do feel like I'm probably missing an emergency phone call right now. I'm something yeah. And I do get a little anxious, but I don't actively think about it all the time. So like this, this is like the internet gone for good or just out? This is gone. Like the internet's just disappeared. You wake up one morning, it's like, oh, the internet doesn't exist anymore. Which... Ooh.
2: We were talking about. I would. This. I would. I would have a pretty big meltdown. I would, how, have a, I would have a large meltdown. How
3: would you change your prep for this show if a, you didn't have the internet? i would start the next
4: day. Get a newspaper. I
3: was gonna say just newspapers <laughs> and Sports Center. Sports yeah. Center. I go back to watching
2: Sports Center again, which yeah. I've tried to stay away from.
5: Well, you'd have to have satellite, right? Because if you stream everything, you can't stream because you don't have the internet. Right, oh, you have to, switch to mean, satellite. Just get, you just get, yeah, you get cable or
3: satellite. Oh yeah, or whatever they just else. get in a few minutes, Bobby.
5: Uh, You'd I be, mean, it'd probably be relief for you.
4: You'd probably be the most relieved. Well, here. I, I would, I would get stuff done around the house. That's for sure. All the things I put off, my poops would be way faster. <laughs> like, <laughs> way faster. That's uh, a great answer. Like, and then I would my yard, my all the weeds that I've got. I put the pre-emergent down. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna double pre-emergent this this spring. Double pre-emergent. Yeah, I'm gonna do the pre-emergent. I already did the pre-emergent, and in two weeks from now, I'm gonna do it again. And then I'm gonna scalp. This is gonna be the best yard year of the year. Yard year of my deck of my life.
3: This is. We were talking about this during, like, right before leading the crosstalk. I was talking about this with Corey yesterday. The idea of social media and Hagee was talking about social media, like how it's just this toxic place, and he was giving this example of something that he saw. And I was like, after seeing Oppenheimer, which you still haven't seen. No. right? Seems a little bit too scary. Okay. Uh, It's not scary at all. But Oppenheimer, they're, like, doing this whole thing of, like, oh, my gosh, we've created the bomb, and it's uh, it's this great thing. But, like, what have we done? Like, the second half of the movie is just this, like, crisis of what have we exposed the world to? I feel like that. For our generation is social media. Yeah, like it's so great, but then it's also like, what the hell did we do? Yes. Like, does everybody need to be heard? Does everybody? No, they don't. They no, they don't. They don't. Everybody's they way begin, too stupid. Nope, yep. doesn't need to be heard at all. Uh, RJ Choppy. yeah. Next question here for you on Ask Reddit. If you could do high school all over again, what would you do differently? Other than that, uh, you know, grease haircut you had. <laughs> it was a good haircut. Uh,
4: I, don't, I don't know the fifth year, the post grad year. Like college, well, yeah, like college. Like but um, college, so like, yeah, this was a popular I think they call thing. About the Whitten. Huh? Yeah, I know, right? This is a popular thing back when I was in high school. It was called a, a PG, a post grad <laughs> year, where you do a fifth. And I was, I was young. I was only seventeen when I got to college, so I would have done the fifth year, and you get to dominate in sports and you get to do it all over again. Get your grades up. I, I did, if I had to go back, I'd have done a fifth year, which they 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 don't do it much down here, but like in the northern part of the states, they, they do the fifth year more. That's what I would have done. I would have never given up
2: golf for soccer. One of my my number one athletic regret. Really? Yeah. I was the only one playing golf. Uh, none of my friends played. It was like way too early. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was not popular whatsoever, but I was good. I was really good as a youth golfer, winning like the local club championships and everything. Oh, baby. And uh, I was like, hey, but my friends aren't playing. And I hated soccer. I never liked soccer. I don't like running like that, training for it. Uh, we weren't very good. And I gave it, I, I gave up golf, and I can't go back out and swing correctly. I was taking lessons. I, the custom clubs. I mean, I was- And how old was, was this? Uh, Probably a 10, 11. 10, 11? Yeah. Golf had not, like, exploded no. to dominate.
4: I grew not around yet.
2: Yeah, it was like a local country club, so it wasn't like, yeah, well, but- that's my biggest regret. You could I'm have like, been Tiger. I could have. I could have. I could have gone out and played with Choppy. Yeah. I don't have to just say when everyone goes. You want to golf, and I'm like, No, I'll go out and drink. I'll go out and drive the cart. I could
3: go out and actually play. How many times? So you
4: make got- business deals. <laughs> how many you many? Time- probably get back into it.
2: Hey, yeah, I'm coordinated enough. How many? Ti- I got hand-eye coordination. Hand-eye. You have to. How many Dennis. times
3: have you golfed as an adult? At all, or is it just you've like right- No, you said you right around the cart. No, you no. haven't done it once.
2: No, no. no. I'm t- trying to think of how many times we've gone to Gaylord. I mean. Probably half dozen? Like maybe maybe six, seven. I'll give as you some, an adult. I'll give you some tips.
3: We'll, oh, get, yeah. we'll, we'll, get, we'll get you back into it. Uh, what I don't know. I guess I would I'd study in the living room instead of the dining room or something. <laughs> I, I don't know what I would do. Peyton Peyton, what would you do? Um, I would probably not
5: ask my ex to be my girlfriend because that turned into four years of just uh, wasted time. Wow.
2: I pursued a white whale too, uh, relationship wise. Uh, and I hate her guts too and her mother. Uh, so, and my mother who doesn't hate anyone hates this girl as well, but I would, uh, no, I still like try to mess around. I did mess around with some other girls, but I would not put so much into the pursuit of this one. That would, that was a high school regret. And I struck out. Did you call her Moby? My my big strikeout, Moby. Yeah. That's probably why it didn't work.
3: You Joey Gallowed it. Just struck out. I did. (laughs) <laughs> I did I did Galloway.
2: All right, Ask Reddit Expressway with the truckwreck.com text line at 877-881-1053. 877-881-1053. Another Dirks Bentley ticket giveaway tomorrow. Choppy says that well, he's hearing from people saying the Rangers have had a bad off season. It's not a good off season for the defending World Series champs with the boys in Arizona. Let's see if that's true or not on the home of the Rangers next.